Welcome back to the Hindsight Podcast. I'm John, aka Just a Piece of Shit. For so many years, I thought that there was something wrong with me. That I was the black sheep and I needed to change my personality. And after a lot of time and consideration, I realized who I was. I'm a piece of shit. It is Friday, February 19th, and do you know what that means? If you don't know what that means, do a little bit of math. 31 plus 19 equals 50. It's the 50th day of the year. Therefore, this is the 50th episode of the Hindsight Podcast. Uh, cheering celebration ensues. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. It's crazy, man. 50 episodes. Like, uh, I mean, I guess I couldn't stop making an episode every day. It's not a surprise that I got to 50 episodes quickly. I guess, obviously, it took 50 days. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I like explaining that. <laughs> oh, man. It's been great, though. It's been great. I absolutely enjoy doing this, like, so much. Like, at this point, recording every day has, like, become a habit of mine. And I'm really happy that I got to the point where, like, I have to record every day or there won't be an episode tomorrow because, like, it then forced me to actually have to record every single day and, like, you know, prepare my episodes to the best of my ability, hopefully in order, unlike this week where I decided to work on the weekend episodes before finishing my weekday episodes. But uh, it happens. It happens. You just go where the creative producers go. But, uh, but yeah, uh, it's been fun. It's been fun. Like I kind of mentioned in the uh, State of the Podcast episode, I feel like every episode I'm improving, like, I don't know, just like, uh, just improving in general, in some way or another, in some way or another. One thing that definitely has been like really improving is my editing skills, my uh, my audio editing skills, because I've gotten pretty good with it to the point where like, for the most part, you can't really hear where any of the cuts are, and that's like... I don't know, the highlight for me. Because something I've, like, always wanted to do. Because I've always wanted the podcast to just sound like one long conversation. But I get off topic a lot. <laughs> and I repeat myself a lot. That's something that, like, obviously you won't notice because, like, I get to edit the episode. But, uh, like, I don't know. I have this weird thing where, like, I, I say things twice for some reason. I don't know. It's, like, that's how I, like, confirm shit, I guess. I don't know. I just, like, I, if I say a sentence... I'll say it again for really no fucking reason. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like a weird tick that I have. I just say things twice sometimes. And uh, when I do that, I cut it out. But uh, before, uh, you could usually hear like, the change in tone of voice when I do a cut. But uh, I do this little thing called tone matching. I mean, it's probably like an official term for it. I don't know. But like, I call it tone matching because I just figured it out myself. And that's where like... I'll listen to the end of like the, where the cut is at the last part of that. This is the beginning of where I start the next segment. I'll match the tone of voice that I ended with. So that way it just sounds like one continuous like sentence. It's smart. It's smart. You don't realize it. And that's how you know it's smart because you don't know when it happens. <laughs> that's how you know it's good because you don't notice it. Hopefully you don't notice it. I don't notice it. Well, I should be the one noticing it. I can see it. And I'm the one who does it. And if I don't notice it, that means you probably don't notice it. I don't know. But either way, I appreciate everyone who's listened up until this point, up until 50 episodes. Uh, it's been a great journey. Can't wait to do 50 more. Can't wait to hit 100. I'm going to do something a little special for 100. We'll see what happens when I get to 100. How many people I got for listening. We'll see, what we, we'll see what we do. We'll see what we do. And the YouTube shit's going to eventually pop off. Like, I have, I have the money 
to get my Adobe subscription again. I had the money. I just don't want to spend the money now. Okay, you know, when, when you know, like once you get the money to do something, and you see the money in your bank account, you're like, ah, do I really want to spend that money? Because now I have it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably do it this weekend. Get that shit figured out and get uh, get the videos going uh, for the YouTube stuff, probably the modern philosophy stuff, and then the custom thumbnails for all the podcast episodes. Hopefully, I can do this weekend as well. I am putting so much on my plate for a commitment. That I feel like I probably will not <laughs> fulfill because I have other work to do this weekend. Yeah, but in other news, uh, Mars rover Perseverance landed today, which I guess the time listening to this would be yesterday. But uh, yeah, the Mars rover just landed. That is super dope. I fucking love space. I love NASA. I love all that good jazz. I wanted to be an astronaut before I realized how much math and science was involved, and I realized that I hate, 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 hate science and math whenever they combine like science on its own pretty cool math on its own kind of bullshit but it's okay but then when you start like combining and hooking up and shit nah i don't like that <laughs> and also i have shitty eyesight i think i mentioned that before and i'm pretty sure you can't be a pilot if you don't have 2020 vision and i really want to get lasik but i'm also scared <laughs> so yeah yeah, that's the thing. But yeah, really cool. Mars rover. 300 miles, man. 300 miles to another planet. It's so crazy how we can do that. Like, send a, send a little little rover 300 miles and time it up perfectly so it can land the exact spot they need to land. And technology has gone so far from uh, where it all started. It's all cr- all crazy to see. It was all super cool to see. Hopefully, uh, we can get more shit going to Mars. Uh, Elon Musk, uh, he's, uh, his roadster. His roaster should be almost to Mars pretty soon, I think. I wonder if the Mars rover is going to, like, <laughs> take a picture of uh, of Elon Musk's Tesla roadster when it lands on Mars. That'd be so funny. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be so funny. That'd be so cool, though. I, uh, man, I love that. That'd be funny. Elon Musk, he's a weird dude. I preach. He's like the real-life Iron Man, essentially. Like, he, he's, he's kind of gotten to that point, and it's so dope to see. Uh, man, man support. To, to the good old elongated muskrat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's cool shit, I guess. That's cool. Oh, 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 one last thing that uh, I kind of wanted to talk about is like a little, little funny joke story, I guess, before we get started. Okay, so, remember I was talking about the Bumble shit, talking about it for the last two days or whatever? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like an everyday episode event occurrence of something happening on Bumble. Dating apps are so weird. <laughs> Dating apps are just so fucking weird. But the thing about so the thing about Bumble, right? Is like on Bumble, the female has to message first if you match, right? Okay. Let me tell you my number one pet peeve. It's not even this doesn't even have to do with just Bumble, but just in general, my number one pet peeve. People that send hey. And that's it. I fucking hate that shit. Like <laughs> Like, it's so stupid. Like, it's so fucking stupid. Because, like, once someone sends, like, hey, like, you already know the conversation about to be dummy fucking dry. About to be dummy dry. Because, like, how do you even respond to hey without just saying hey back? And that's just dead. Like, it's like it's like small talk. Like, it's like face-to-face small talk. I fucking hate small talk. But when you start a text conversation with hey that's literally just leading in to some bullshit small talk like it's so stupid it's so fucking stupid like it immediately backs you into a corner and like how do you move the conversation from there 
because usually, like, if you don't want to just say hey back, you hit them with like a, oh, hey, what's up? Or hey, how's it going? And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's going good. How's it going with you? Oh, it's going great. Boom. And the conversation, what the fuck am I supposed to say? What the fuck am I supposed to say? Huh? Someone please tell me that. What do I say after that? It's stupid. <laughs> it's absolutely stupid. You would never catch me. To anybody just, hey, first of all, I don't text anybody unless I need something from them like, or I need a response, some information from somebody. I don't really text anyone. If I want to talk to you, I'll just call you or see you face to face because I hate texting. It's like when I text somebody, there is no, it's not just, hey, it's like, yo, X, Y, and Z. I need to know X, Y, and Z or I need X, Y, and Z. And I expect a response. And I'm probably not going to respond after that. Or maybe I'll just say thank you. Like, that's, like, I don't know. I'll probably just fucking suck at like, socializing over media over digital media I just trash at it <laughs> so fucking trash at it I always say like I can't get my personality out like through text because like I rely a lot on sarcasm and in order for my sarcasm to work you have to like either hear the change of tone in my voice or look at my face because like a lot of times too like I don't laugh when I make like a sarcastic joke to someone I don't laugh because that 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 like that just makes it that much better, or like that much funnier, when the person says it doesn't fucking laugh. Like, <laughs> it makes it so much better. You know what I mean? And so, like, texting is just like, it's, I don't know. You just can't get that that same vibe across. And saying "lol," like, half the time people say "lol," they not fucking laughing. Like, I know for a fact when people say "lol," like, I do it myself. When you're saying "lol," you're saying that shit with a straight fucking face. <laughs> Like, for a fact, you're saying it with a straight face. Like, if I'm actually laughing at something, you get a little mouth. Actually, a little frown at me. You get a little F in there, a little frown. That's how you know I'm dead ass laughing at something. If I just put a little lol or a little mouth, I ain't laughing at that shit. Like, <laughs> oh man, I fucking hate texting. <laughs> uh, but today, uh, we are on chapter nine of Al Ever Drug Dealer. And this one is like, Kind of like a filler episode, but not a filler episode, but the story I need to tell in this episode is, like, pretty important. I guess you could say, well, really, like, the main point I want to make about this, the main thing I really want to say in this episode is the fact that, like, I fucking predicted it. Like, I predicted everything that's about to happen, like, in the story I'm going to say. Like, I said it. I literally said it out loud. Like, I foreshadowed everything that was about to happen, but obviously in the moment, I didn't know it was foreshadowing. But now looking back, it's like, yeah, I fucking called it. <laughs> There's nothing better than saying, yeah, I called it. I saw it coming. So that's why this episode is important to me. But also, uh, the events of this episode do lead up to a pretty fun story that comes uh, next week. Yeah, 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 next week. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to hop into that. Actually, one thing about like my profiting abilities. <laughs> my profiting abilities. Uh, so, like, I can, I can predict when something's gonna happen, like, 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 the general idea of what's gonna happen, but I can't predict, like, how it's gonna happen, you know what I mean? Like, you'll, you'll, you'll see what I'm saying when I get to it, let's just hop into it. So, to set the scene, it's like, uh, like, four, five, six-ish days after, uh, the party, after that whole fun experience with the acid trip and all that good jazz, that's been a couple days after that, and, like, uh, I have hung out, I hung out with Jay and Kenzie, like, every single day. Since since I got fired, I hung out with them pretty much like every single day. But but like a little backstory. So Jay was born with like really crappy lungs, right? Like he already had trouble breathing. Just in general, like his his lungs were pretty weak. In general, they were pretty bad. But uh, like to make things a lot worse for him, 
this dude smokes like a fucking chimney. Like, he's easily smoking almost a pack a day. And he's been doing that for like three, four years at this point. And mind you, he's only 18. And so, uh, if you didn't know, like, it's like the, the smoking age in Georgia, like the, nic- the age for nicotine and all that stuff, like got bumped up to 21 uh, early last year, like in January last year. So right after like I turned 21, so it was pretty great for me in dealing with my wonderful, wonderful nicotine addiction. <laughs> but uh, by that matter, it's like when I started hanging out with Jay a lot, like I would have to be the one like buying him cigarettes and stuff like that. And of course, like I didn't like necessarily like enjoy buying him cigarettes. I hated like buying cigs for people. I knew what spec smoking was bad. And I used to smoke like regular smoke cigs. So like, I didn't like buying them for him, but like, I still did it anyway. Cause you know, buddies are buddies, I guess. But uh, on this particular day, right, we uh, we all hung out, me, Jay, and Kenzie, and I remember we went out to uh, this park, this Triple Mill Park, not, not uh, too far away from where I live, uh, to watch the sunset over uh, this beautiful lake. It was a beautiful image. I had a beautiful image in my head of what it was going to look like, and it looked exactly like how I imagined it was going to look like, because I am a, I am a old-school classic romantic. That's what I fucking do. We go watch the sunset on a lake in nature, despite the fact that I hate being fucking outside, but there is nothing prettier. Than a, than a sunset over a lake on a nice summer's day. Oh, it's beautiful. But after the sunset and all that good jazz, we went back to the spot. We all split out to go back home and whatever. And we were making plans uh, to hang out the following day, as usual, as we always would. We are just kind of like figuring out what we are going to do or whatever. Most of the time, we was kind of like off-the-cuff decisions. But, you know, you like to like at least like to pretend you have a plan, even though you know you're not going to go with it. You know, make a plan or whatever. Uh, but the next morning, I got a text from Jay saying that he was in the hospital. Cause he was, like, coughing up blood and he couldn't breathe. And uh, at the time, like, the doctors didn't know, like, what was wrong with him. Uh, we later found out that, like, the muscles around his lungs, like, the ones that, like, the car was, like, in between, like, your ribs, around your lungs or whatever. Like, they're all torn and weak and stuff. And uh, his lungs were too weak to actually, like, inflate his chest and, like, inflate his diaphragm. So he couldn't actually breathe. It was like something was like something was putting like a weight on his chest because he couldn't actually lift or inflate his diaphragm. And like of, of course, like part of it was the fact that he was born with bad lungs. But then of course, other big part of it, he smoked so much. Like his lungs were pretty fucked up. And uh, he was in the hospital for a while. They sent him home later that day, uh, but he had to go back to the hospital later that night because uh, once he got home that night, once again he couldn't breathe. Started panicking. He had to take him to the hospital. And uh, he was in the hospital for a little bit longer at that point. And they let him out, sent him back home. And so I decided that I was going to go up there and visit him uh, at his house. You know, like your friends out of the hospital, pay a little visit. You got to be nice. I like your jazz. And uh, Kenzie had decided that she was going to go visit him as well. So we just like made a plan to just link up. And then we'll both drive up there together to go see him. And so like we meet up at the spot. And uh, it was like a 45, 50 minute drive uh, to his house. Because we weren't going to like his house, we were going to his grandmother's house, which isn't too far away from his house, I guess. But either way, like it, his house and his grandmother's house were both pretty far away from the spot. It was a pretty hefty drive that me and Kenzie were going on. And holy fuck, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked. The drive sucked so much. It actually, it actually works out pretty well that I talked about like that whole like uh, texting and the hay stuff earlier because like... The reason why this drive sucked so much is because Kenzie sucks at one-on-one conversation. Like, it was so dead. 
I'm talking like I almost broke my back trying to carry this conversation, man. Like I can only lift so much weight, but man, this conversation was fucking heavy as shit. <laughs> it sucked. Absolutely sucked. You see, because like there's there's two categories of people like nowadays, right? There's people who are shit at texting. Like, they can't really get their personality out over text. But like they're really good in person, right? They can have a good conversation in person. They can be really fun in person. We don't see that over text. Then you have the other category of people who are all alive and shit over text, but in person are dead. <laughs> like super dry. Kenzie was in the second group of people, right? Uh, but like eventually she asked me uh, how everything was going like with life and all that shit. Because, you know, like getting fired, going through all that shit with like the drug deal and stuff. And then just like my crazy ass mental experience at the party and whatnot. Yeah, just just checking up on me, saying how everything was going. And like I tell her like everything was going great. Which was really weird because like most times in my life there's at least something that's not going well. But like for the first time it feels like everything is going great. Right? I got a best friend, uh, I got a girl, and I get to hang out with them every single day. Like nothing like like nothing better than that, right? Like no stress. I mean, I you still have the stresses of regular life, but like stresses weren't that bad because I had like my people. I had a best friend, I had a girl with me, it was great. Good things. But like the caveat to what I said, and I said it too, I was like, it's really worrying for me that everything is going so well. Because when everything is going well, that means something really bad is about to happen. Like something's about to get fucked up. Because, like, you see, I, I've seen this before, you know what I mean? Like, me and life, me and life, we go way back, right? It's way back to 98, when me and life first met. So, like, I know all her tricks, you know what I mean? I've seen what she does, right? She, like, life is, like, like that attractive person, you know, kind of baits you in, tells you everything you want to hear, everything you need to hear, really gets you in there. Then it fucking guts you. <laughs> like, life is toxic, all right? Life is toxic. It's a toxic relationship that everyone has with life. Life is a fucking toxic person. <laughs> oh man, but it's like it's like it's like after you've seen it a couple of times, you know it's coming, right? It, it, it's like the same way with movies, because like so like I love movies, right? Like before all this COVID shit was going on, going to the movie theater by myself was like my favorite pastime. I was ever doing something. I got off work early. I got work, got off work early. Got out of school early. I was just bored. I'll go to the theater, watch the movie. I fucking love movies so much, so much. Because of that, like, I've seen, like, every fucking movie trope there is at this point, right? Like, I've seen so many different types of symbolism in movies that, like, now when I watch a movie, I can easily pick out what, like, where, like, where they're trying to, like, put symbolism into something. And usually with that, combined with, like, a trope, I can, like, predict the ending of the movie pretty well, right? Like, 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 this weekend, I watched Malcolm and Marie, which I'm still, I don't know how I felt about the movie. I'm still kind of torn. So I'm trying to decide how I felt about the movie. But during the movie, like, there was, like, this, this little shot they had with, like, this window panels and what the characters were doing in the window panel. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly what that's supposed to fucking mean. I know the symbolism. And because of that, I know exactly how this movie's going to fucking end. Look at those windows. That's it. And lo and behold... I was right. It's the same thing with life, right? You've seen once before, you know how it's going to happen. So at the current moment in my life, everything was going way too great. And I was feeling a little bit way too happy. So that means something bad was right around the fucking corner. And this girl, listen to this, bro. Listen, listen. This girl had the audacity, the audacity to say 
Nah, you're just being a pessimist. I'm sure everything will be fine. Bish what? <laughs> oh man, talk about fucking foreshadowing. Talk about foreshadowing. And like we we, we somehow somehow make it to Jay's house without me going absolutely insane trying to fucking carry a conversation. And then, you know, we hang out for a little bit. We head back. The drive back was a lot more quiet than the drive up there because at that point, I was out of shit to fucking say. Like, <laughs> I literally ran out of stuff to say. Like, I couldn't I couldn't carry it anymore. My back had broken. Couldn't carry it anymore. And uh, it took, what, all of seven days for everything to go tits up? <laughs> seven days, man. It took a week for everything to just get fucked up. Like, I called it. I called it. I called it. But... And that is for the next chapter of Allegory of a Drug Deal. That is all we have for today. Leave me a little bit of a, a little bit of a cliffhanger, right? You know something's coming. You know something's happening. You know everything's about to go tits up. But how? How does it go tits up? What happens? Who does what? Who does what? <laughs> Who does what? What is the scandal, John? I want to hear it. What is the tea? No worries. It's coming at you. In a couple of days. Because now it's the weekend. You get the weekend episodes. Fun, 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 fun. Till her daddy takes a T-word away. <laughs> but if you like this episode, if you enjoy this podcast, all 50 episodes that we have done so far. I'm not trying to talk dramatically. I have a lot of gas in my chest. I just like... <laughs> it, it made me pause while I was talking. It made it sound so dramatic. But yes, if you enjoy this episode, you enjoy this podcast, you enjoy what I'm doing here, give it a like, give it a follow, give it a rating, give it all that good jazz to let me know that you enjoy the work that I'm putting out there and to give me a little, little, little confidence boost to keep improving and keep putting shit out. That's all I want to do. I want to keep improving and keep putting out quality content is all I ever want to do. Of course, if you think the stuff that I'm putting out at the current moment is quality, good quality, in fact, you should share it with your friends because good friends give friends good things. I did not forget about my acronym, a GF squared GT. Still keeping it. Put it on a t-shirt, I swear. <laughs> or a baseball cap or something. GF squared GT. I like that a lot. Of course, if you want to follow me on social media, it is at guy without a hat on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, besides that, that is absolutely all I have for you today. I hope you have an absolutely amazing day, an absolutely amazing Friday. Dude, it was fucking cold as shit once again today. It's so crazy because yesterday it was such nice weather. Today, it was ball shrinkingly cold. Like, <laughs> terrible, terrible. Hopefully, it warms up tomorrow. Hopefully, your Friday is absolutely warm and, uh, Toasty, I guess. Yeah, warm and toasty. We'll go with that. Uh, of course, 8 a.m. tomorrow, same time, same place, every single day for 50 more days at least so we can get to episode 100. But besides that, that's all I have for you today. I hope you have an absolutely amazing day, and I hope your smile makes somebody else smile, or at least makes yourself smile. Make yourself laugh today. How about that? <laughs> hey, I, I guess I just did it myself. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one.